The biggest challenge people run into with trying to have a balanced life is that they want to fit it all in. It's like the game of Tetris. You have to fit the pieces of your life in a way that makes sense to you. The key is to choose which blocks to fit in instead of just having a big pile of blocks in the corner giving you anxiety. Hey guys, it's Equal Man. Thank you for tuning in to today's show. That clip you heard at the front is a reading from my new book, The Focus Project. It's a clip from the Audible version. And for many of you that have been listening to the podcast, you know that we've been giving away clips, usually in 10 to 20 minute segments of my book, free on this podcast. So I hope you're enjoying it. Most importantly, I hope it's helping to entertain, educate, empower yourself or someone in your life that needs to focus better. On this show, I always talk about posting it forward. It would mean the world to me if you were to post it forward today by going to Amazon, getting a copy of the paperback or Kindle version, or maybe the Audible full-length version, and sending it to a friend. Just remind that person. Easy, simple way on Amazon. They get it the next day. Just, hey, I'm thinking about you, and hopefully you're able to focus in this unfocused world, especially during these ever-changing times. So without further ado, here's the rest of the Super You podcast. How about them pineapples? I don't know about you, but when I go to the supermarket, I'm always floored by the outrageous cost of quartered fresh pineapple. Because of this high price, I've been fooled more than once into buying an entire pineapple for $3. I'm paying $3 instead of $9. Once at home, I start coring the pineapple. For anyone who has ever done this, you know it is no easy task. The pineapple is big, tough, and spiny. Uh, removing the center core is a must. Next, cut the skin, but barely. The sweetest part of the pineapple is found closest to the skin. So keep those brown ringlets on the first cut, then V-cut them out. Of course, the pineapple juice always seems to find some tiny cut on my hand that stings like the Dickens. It usually takes me 15 to 20 minutes to cut a pineapple properly. In some, it's a pain in the ass or a pita. So now I gladly pay the extra $6 to save 20 minutes of my time. Avoid a huge headache and have better pineapple and my hand doesn't sting either. So unless I derive joy from cutting pineapples, I'm better off spending money on the fresh store sliced pineapple. One side of my brain says I'm wasting money because I can cut the pineapple myself. But the other side says that I'm rightfully buying more time with my loved ones. This shift in mindset brings me joy, allowing me to spend less time on items I don't enjoy and more time with people I do. What is our time worth? If you make $150,000 per year and work 45 hours a week for 52 weeks, minus four weeks vacation and holidays, this equals roughly $70 per hour. That's your rate, $70 per hour. It is essential to know what an hour of your time is worth in the free market. Knowing this will help you make decisions more easily. For example, buying sliced or whole pineapples. And more importantly, will allow you to start buying the most precious commodity in the world, time. 
For example, let's say you don't enjoy staining your outdoor deck. At your value of $70 per hour, what is the cost for you to stain the deck? If it takes you five hours, that's $350. That's $70 times five. Alternatively, you could hire someone to do it completely for $200. If you have the funds and you're fortunate, it's an automatic decision. Hire that person. There is an opportunity cost whenever you devote time to something. The time you would have spent staining your deck is now available. It can be redeployed to create $350. Any bid to stain your deck that is less than $349.99 should be an immediate yes to outsource it. This formula seems pretty simple, but even when we are fortunate to have the funds available, it's difficult to execute. Many of us associate hiring a service to cut our lawn, trim our trees, or clean the house to being lazy. Yet, if I asked someone if buying time was possible, would they make the purchase? Everyone emphatically answers yes. What we just reviewed is exactly that. You're buying time. We live in an outsourced world. Just because you know how to drive a car doesn't mean you should always rent a car when you travel. It's often more economical to take an Uber, especially when you factor in the time that you could be working on sleeping to recharge while your driver takes you somewhere. Billionaires often employ drivers, not because they're privileged or lazy, but because they know they can make more money working in the back of the limousine than driving themselves. Buying time is another way to focus. Outsource everything that isn't essential to what your main focus is as a person, business, or organization. Hey, this is Kelsey with today's five-star review from Austin's girlfriend who loves him. Absolutely loving this podcast. I love that I feel like I learn something new every time I listen. The energy is so positive and always brightens my mood. I enjoy listening to the Super You podcast walking around my neighborhood or when I am running errands in the car. Can't wait to see who is featured next. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Austin's girlfriend. Keep leaving reviews. Blend over balance. We need to strive for harmony instead of balance. We need to understand that pool parties, kids' pajama sleepovers, deadlines, meetings, soccer carpools, leaky pipes, delayed flights, PTA meetings, emails bouncing, and beyond are a reality. And reality isn't always neatly organized into airtight compartments. Productivity expert Joshua Zirkel explains a lot of people try or claim that they have perfected balance. But in reality, they've just drastically deprioritized. So they really are just working on fewer things. The key is to accept reality and then come up with some strategies that prioritize within your blended lifestyle, knowing that's the playing field. The biggest challenge people run into with trying to have a balanced life is that they want to fit it all in. It's like the game of Tetris. You have to fit the pieces of your life in a way that makes sense to you. The key is to choose which blocks to fit in instead of just having a big pile of blocks in the corner giving you anxiety. Circle indicates that instead of determining what to cram into your life, ask yourself what to cram out of it. I personally do this with my creative work. Part of my process when writing a speech, article, or book is to ask someone I trust to cut 25% out. I do this because I'm often too close to the content. 
It's my baby, and it's difficult for me to cut anything. It's a great exercise for life as well. I had two close friends evaluate each other's lives. Where could the other trim 25% of fat out of their life? Their answers? Todd could lessen or eliminate watching sports, playing video games, watching people play video games, watching fail videos on YouTube, online poker. Caroline could lessen or eliminate amount of time exercising at the gym, binge watching Netflix, time watching HGTV, time on Instagram, excessive compulsive cleaning of the apartment. What does your list look like? Where can you trim 25% to gain 25% or 50%? If our goal is to reach one of the big islands in our life, then why are we constantly picking up the oars and rowing furiously toward the small ones? Chapter Summary The One Big Thing The ability to say yes begins with the ability to say no to almost everything else. It starts with respecting our capacity. Grade B This month was my favorite chapter to write, and it made me better at prioritizing family and friends. While saying no to people I respected was difficult at first, I became better at how I said no, and I also started saying no more often. A no allowed me to say yes in the future to my friends and family. The reason I'm not receiving an A this month is that there is room for improvement. Specifically, I need consistency at blending my personal and business life. This month had a noticeable and positive impact on me and those around me. I'm excited at the possibilities of being better with the individuals who matter most to me. My top takeaways. If it's not an emphatic yes, then it should be an emphatic no. The best productivity tool is saying no. Establish protective guardrails. For example, my 52-night rule. And number three. What would the world's number one dad, sister, grandmother, or friend do? Well, friends, there's a short clip today. Thank you for tuning into the Super You podcast. I hope you're enjoying listening to my new book, The Focus Project. Please feel free to reach out with comments and anything you think we should do better. Um, also put it in Apple's reviews, go to Apple iTunes and put a review and that helps other people discover this super you podcast and helps them discover this new book, which I think is going to help a ton of people during these challenging times. So it's a way for you to post it forward and it's a favor to me and I greatly appreciate if you do that. So without further ado, that's the end of today's show. Tune in tomorrow or give you another clip and until next time, remember it's not what we take from the world. It's what we leave behind. Seven. Six, five, four, three, two, one. Super, 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 super you.